Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. And I'm Ian, watching TikTok. Yeah, because I'm just like getting ready and like recording and like goes back yeah. to his addiction you, that is TikTok. You make it sound like it's like this like addiction thing, but you're walking around, you're putting your records away, I'm watching TikTok, <laughs> waiting for you to sit down, you sit down and literally hit record, and yeah. you're like, damn Ian, you're just sitting there playing on TikTok and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Not paying no. attention. Yeah, well, all I know is that that's some shit. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. What's been going on, man? Uh, TikTok. Uh, just TikTok. You're just TikToking away? Why not? Do I sound okay to you? Do I sound... Well, I mean, no, but like in the technologically way. Technology. <coughs> can you speak, Ian? No. Hold on. I'm going to try to fix my headphones. Did you fix them? I don't know. We'll find out. Do I sound better now? Oh, yeah, I sound better now. It must have been my cord was half on It sounded exactly the same to me, but okay. That's why I said that it's probably my headphones, not the microphone, because you said I sounded fine. Well, I was going to say, you sounded technically oh, fine. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we, uh, so last episode, Ian, what did we talk about last episode? We talked about uh, the censorship with the, uh, the Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's and right. That's right. The, and, the Spotify and, and all free that. free speech and all that. All that jazz. So we're going to kind of. Kind of go on the same, similar kind of topic this week. It's like a sequel. Yeah, I guess so. Because neither one of these were going to be topics we were going to talk about on the show. No. Last week it was supposed to be like our top ten Sopranos, Sopranos character. characters or something like that. So yeah. we'll do that eventually. But It'd probably be better if I could walk, maybe sit down and watch a few. Yeah, because I've, I've I've watched Sopranos more recently. But, yeah, um, I, I haven't watched them since they were first run, so... So we talked a little bit about censorship. We're going to talk a little bit about censorship today. We'll see where the conversation kind of goes because we do have another topic we might get to. We'll see. But, um, you know, last week it was about, uh, you know, private businesses censoring people. Right. Based on their political views and things like that. Which really is, which really has nothing to do with free speech because free speech is like a more of a government. Right. Which we said in the show. Aspect. Well, I know, but I'm going to get to it. So what we're going to talk about today is actually free speech, right? Um, clarify. Well, because it is the government censoring. Right. Well, see, I don't know that much about it. When you brought it up and said, I was like, oh, yeah, that one thing. So we're going to talk about. Like, no, it's like bunches of we're things. We're going to talk now. about this like recent trend of books being banned in the United States. Right. See, I thought it was just like there was this one book specifically that everyone's been talking about that. Certain school districts were you, saying you could talk about the book. Ian. Do you? Well, I wasn't sure where we were going. So, yeah, I, no, no, no. so it, the book's called Mouse or Mouse. Ma, I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's called Mouse. And I guess it's a it's a children's book that explains the Holocaust. Yeah. And it's been banned. Is and, this where and, the whole Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg thing came from? Maybe, or was she talking about it? All I know, I, I only know what she said that got her in trouble. I don't know. Got gotcha. you. The, the context, context of that. Was. So this, like I said, this book is, it's a children's book. And it, like I said, it talks about, it's kind of like a children's graphic novel type book. Okay. Was that Tennessee? It was, it was Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. it? Um, so the Tennessee school district, I don't know which school district, if it was, was all of them. I was looking or, it up real quick. But they've banned the book in school. And they use the idea that it's because the mice are naked. Really? But they're naked in cartoon naked. Yeah, it's like. So it's not, I, I, it doesn't apply. It, that's not if they're like, as naked as 
is Donald Duck is naked because he doesn't wear pants. So really, what they're what they're trying to do is censor because it talks about the Holocaust. Exactly right. Um, and I I don't know anything about the book. I haven't read the book. I don't even know what the pictures these apparent naked mice pictures are. So um, it apparently the uh, members of the board. I'm trying to see. It's McMinn County in Tennessee. I don't know where that is in Tennessee. Yeah. I would imagine it's probably on the western side of the state. Really? Because I was thinking it's probably on the eastern side of the state. Really? Yeah. But uh, here, we'll Google it real quick while I'm talking about. How do you spell uh, it? M C M I N N McMinn. Sorry, I was still on TikTok. You're still on TikTok. But anyway, the uh, January 10th voted to remove the book from the eighth grade curriculum, and the. Uh, the board member, one of the board members said it portrays Jews as mice and Nazis as cats in okay. recounting the author's parents' experience during the Holocaust and contained inappropriate curse words and a depiction of a naked character. Said um, the, uh, the director of schools for McMinn County said, there is some rough objectionable, objectionable language in this book. I, did you? Did, where's McMinn at? I'm still looking. Oh my god! Just Google McMinn County, McMinn County, Tennessee. Got it. It is. It's by Cleveland, so it's over on the east side. Is it okay? Yeah, it's 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 yeah on the east side of the state, just between. It's actually between Chattanooga and Knoxville, like midway up 75. So. It's definitely on the east side of the state, which, yeah, I kind of figured it was over in that way. Cleveland in that area is kind of a more religious kind of side of of Tennessee. Oh, that explains it then. But I was just saying because it's more of a conservative area. Right. Once you get out, the west side of the state, Tennessee's really kind of a weird state. Tennessee's really like three states in one. Mm. The west Tennessee is very different than mid-Tennessee. Mid-Tennessee is very different than east Tennessee. Okay. Um, You know, and... uh, West Tennessee tends to be more liberal and uh, democratic. Uh, Mid Tennessee is a little kind of a mixture, and then East Tennessee is like heavily Republican. Mm. Interesting, that because that's closer to Alabama and all that. No, Alabama is south. Alabama is like south of Mid Tennessee. Oh, so East Tennessee is like above Georgia. Okay, I'd have to look at a map and see. Geography, my friend. Geography. I, that's what maps are for. <laughs> yeah. Well, we grew up in a time where maps weren't so easily available. Right. I was trying to read if there was anything else they said really about the book because, um, I just so it I, says so in the in the statement by the board of education for McMinn County said that they removed the book. Which, if you want to look the book up, it's it's M A U S is the title of it. <clears throat> anyway, they said they removed it from the curriculum because of its unnecessary use of profanity and nudity and its, de- and its depiction of violence and suicide. It is about the Holocaust. Yeah. So, I mean, it's about real events. Right. I'd like, I mean, it is the, but like you said, is the nudity just like nude animals? Like they're all, characters? all the characters are animals. Oh well, that's kind of the, the cats are the Nazis. I didn't know about that, but the cats were Nazis and mice were Jews. I read one one um, I, I don't think it was actually someone from the school board, but it might have been someone like with their just discussing their opinion on the subject and was talking about the uh, the depiction of 
the Jews and I'm sorry, the Nazis in a bad light, but I don't think that was like someone from the board gotcha. because that's how Nazis should be. Looked yeah, at. I don't think there's a, a a good light you can you can portray no, no. Nazis. No, well, some people think so, but yeah, we're not some people. Uh, no, we're rational. Yeah, I know that, but uh, well, sometimes. But uh, did you see that there was a lady that was just arrested at, at uh, Auschwitz not too long ago? No. So this idiot fucking person, uh, you know, obviously it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last episode, people on their, and their uh, social media accounts. But this lady went in front of the gates of Auschwitz and did the Nazi salute, and her boyfriend or husband, whoever it was, took a picture of it, and they posted it on social media. And then the German... Uh, Government came and arrested her yeah. <laughs> and charged her with a fucking felony. Which, because it is. <laughs> because they don't put up with fucking Nazi no, bullshit. No, Because to be fair, you know, Germany was, is, is always going to have a, a, a problem with being somewhat synonymous with Nazism in the sense that it was a German movement. Yeah. And it occupied the German country. Problem is, is that the Germans who want to disassociate themselves with it and want to move forward, which is every, every German now yeah, um, is not going to tolerate being reminded of it every day, you know, in that sense, in that way. So they, they don't tolerate that at all. No. And, and rightfully so. I mean, right. and, I agree. And, and, and there, there's a, there's, there's rare occasions where the government censoring something like that. That's, that's okay for me. You yeah. Know? I uh, wish we could do that for the clan here. Well, the thing I, I kind of think of the same thing with uh, the Confederacy. Yeah, I wish we could do it for them too. Because it's, essentially the, it's thing. essentially the same thing. Yeah. Now, obviously, there, uh, you know, Nazism was on a much more grand scale. Yeah, right. You know, but um, you know, and it was directed at a, at a. I mean, so was Confederate the Confederacy, but the idea that. I think the vast majority of num. I don't. I don't know how to because now, now I'm second guessing myself. What? Because it's like which it's, which atrocity was worse? Yeah, yeah. You, know? you, you, you really, can't you really, really can't do that, you know? compare you know slavery to to, right, to the Holocaust. They're two very different things. Because 400 years of of slavery, I'm sure the numbers of of what we consider crimes against humanity are far exceed the holocaust but the number I mean, yeah. of the holocaust is still you know i mean you just can't they're join. equally horrible how right. about that uh, yeah yeah numbers aside they're you can't really no you can't you really can't separate. compare the two but um but i kind of i i get where you're kind of going with it but yeah i i feel like the the united states i was just having this conversation with somebody not too long ago um i won't say who they were but uh they um they were like, oh, well, you know, you know, we're just going around, like, tearing down statues. They're trying to say it in, like, a negative kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of the whole argument of, oh, you know, we're trying to bury history and things like that. And I even made the comment. I was like, yeah, because we shouldn't be putting up statues to honor traitors. Traitors, people who would, like I said, crimes against humanity. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have no problem with that taking those statues yeah and 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 if you want to talk about uh what would he say dismantling history or whatever yeah just go to any american history class and it's already been been done our history lessons have been so whitewashed it's almost unrecognizable with the actual pun pun intended right exactly yeah yeah well just on that topic but on every topic it's been but the the pun really applies to that particular topic yeah yeah the our history has a very white, slanted white-centric. view. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. White-centric. Yeah. 
And people will say yes because we are a white center country, which we are majority white. Yeah, but, but we, the fact is, is that because but we of shouldn't, that, we shouldn't like block out and and in and try to hide things that really happen in the history of this country. Right. If if you really want to teach real history, you don't teach that the Civil War was uh, a state's right issue. Yeah. Because well, it at, was it was a state's right issue, it, a yeah. state's right to own slaves. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was, but they don't. That's what I'm talking about. They yeah. say it's a state's rights issue, and they move on. Yeah, they don't say that. They don't add that caveat that it's about slavery and that it is about slavery. And that's how you get people who can fly the Confederate flag in the northern states and say, "Well, it's about our heritage. It's yeah. about it's about so- state sovereignty Her- because they've been taught that heritage." What heritage? It's the heritage of the Confederacy existed for four fucking years. Four fucking years. Yeah, I know. Like I know. It, his, heritage of what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I know. I've had that argument with people. I'm like, it doesn't. There's nothing connecting you to that. Yeah. Like, the one person I was talking, I was arguing about it. N- n- no one she knew came from the South. Yeah. Like her family is from the North. Yeah. So wh- where's where's the heritage? Yeah. At that point, it becomes a heritage of white or or that, or yeah. slavery. You know, it's and like white is no heritage. Exactly. I mean, there's you can be white German and have the German heritage. Yeah. You can be white, you know, Irish and have that heritage. But white is not a heritage. We no. don't have a culture necessarily. Our culture well, is an amalgam of all other yeah. cultures. It's a, a melting pot of all cultures. Right. But um, going back to the, to the statue argument, I uh, when I had this conversation with this person, and I said, "Hey, you know, it, we shouldn't be honoring these people that tried to attack the the, the our country." And they were like, "Well, if that's the case, that should, should be the case across the board." And I was like, "Fine, if you want to get rid of statues of, of the people from the Confederacy, fine, just get rid of all the fucking statues. Why are we fucking honoring anyone?" Right. I mean, what's the, what's the fucking point? I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, statues really aren't doing anything. You're not learning anything from a no, statue. No, you're not learning anything from a statue. I mean, what is a statue really? It's just a bird's po- toilet. There's a <laughs> there's a statue, you know, 15 minutes from where we're sitting right now of General Custer. Yeah. You think anyone in fucking Monroe gives a shit about fucking Custer or, wh- or, or why that statue's there? I guarantee if you tried to, if, if someone tried to get it taken down, they would. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah of course. But, um... Yeah, you know, I, I I just I've I've always thought that was really kind of a stupid thing that us as a country take people that fought against the country. That'd, that'd be like having a statue of Hitler, right? Right. Or I mean, even or Mussolini or take or, anyone. Uh, um, Kaiser Wilhelm would be a better example. Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was thinking more World War One because yeah. that was an actual like just a. Uh, war of ideals or territory i don't know it didn't have it didn't have the holocaust connotation to yeah it. world war one was like a oops we're in a war kind of thing <laughs> kind of i don't understand now and i've said this a million times the idea of of applying value to something based solely on idealism i've never like the flag i don't i yeah. don't get that um i don't i don't get it with statues either but with statues isn't there this whole idea idolatry situation thing going on i mean i think mostly i mean it's it's innocuous of course and it's i obviously doesn't bother me or care i don't care but there's it should it should kind of bother other people if they're putting that above other things you know i i I, I don't think it has anything to do with like like 
it being like an idol kind of situation. It's more of just a a celebration, a way to honor someone, which is like, I don't fucking care. Like if someone wanted to tear, tear you know, get rid of the Lincoln Monument or whatever, I don't fucking care. What the, I mean, what's the point of it being there? I mean, obviously, I, I we shouldn't. I'm not saying we should right. tear down the Lincoln Monument, but well, and I I think that there's times where you know a certain person or or certain people, there's nothing wrong with honoring them in that way. Yeah, but. But let's be honest, we're, we need to honor people who deserve it. Yeah. You know, not for what, you know, we have to look at the wrongs that they've done. There has to be some consistency, too. I will say that, I, I, not this conversation, but I've had a similar conversation with somebody else uh, relatively recently where this whole statue thing can, can came up. And my whole argument, like I said, was, you know, we shouldn't be honoring people that fought against the country. And, and they were like, well, you know, what, not, what, now we should be tearing down statues of... Thomas Jefferson because he had slaves. And I was like, well, Thomas Jefferson, we honor Thomas Jefferson because he was one of the founding fathers of the country. Right. Us tearing down a, a statue of someone from the Confederacy has really nothing to do with them owning there slaves. Is a right. It's because they were fighting against our fucking country. Right. In order they to were, keep slaves. In order to keep slaves. Right. You know, Jefferson was not a perfect person. No. And honestly, if it came down to it, if if the, if we say we put it to a vote, if it came up that Thomas Jefferson's monument should come down, it wouldn't. So be I, it. It wouldn't bother me, yeah. because ultimately, really, the people we should be asking is people who have ancestry in slavery. Yeah. As as you know, African Americans, let's ask them. Do you think you know is what Thomas Jefferson wrote and what he gave the country as a founding father, is that enough to, to continue having statues for him despite the fact that he was a slave owner yeah. and, you know. Everyone from that time period is going to have a checkered history. When as it comes far to, as slavery, yeah, so absolutely. When it comes to slavery. I will say that the person I was talking to <laughs> made the comment, well, we should just tear down the Lincoln Monument then because he had slaves. No, he didn't. I was like, no, he didn't. No, he's one of the exceptions. In fact, yeah. um, in fact, he was instrumental in yeah. slavery as a result of that. I thought um, that was a very funny comment, though, right. when the person made it. Yeah. So I was like, uh, Lincoln didn't have slaves. No. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. So, like, I mean, I'm willing to make exceptions and I am willing to accept that, like I said, I'm not I don't have a heritage of my, you know, my ancestors weren't slaves. Yeah. You know, there may have been other things, other um, inequities in in my family history, but I'm I come from a white family. Yeah, didn't you have some like kind of like horse thief or something in your family? No, that was you. Although it was me one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know a lot about my ancestry. Um, no, beyond pretty much beyond maybe like two hundred years ago. Yeah, would be about as far back as I could even consider going but um poor white people that's all that's what i come <laughs> yeah. from i mean that's yeah you know my i can tell you that a, some of my family came from kentucky but they were so dirt poor i don't think they owned slaves yeah. because they wouldn't have been able to afford them. kentucky was there wasn't a whole i mean Ken, kentucky kind of split it was split and then and my, my family like from kentucky the northern side kentucky of it. fought for the union right 
And then, like I said, um, the area... Actually, a lot of Tennessee actually fought for the Union, yeah, too. A lot, the area of Kentucky that my family came from was northern anyway, so they would have been closer to the northern side. Yeah. I can't say that I don't have a lot... I didn't have a lot of racists in my family. Oh, though, yeah. You know, even growing up, there were racists. That, that's, I think, a lot of that's, that's just the time family. period. Yeah, you know. and that's every family's going to have that. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty confident in, in at least that much... You know, the one, I guess the one benefit of coming from an extremely poor family is that they couldn't afford to have people. You didn't own people. You didn't own people. Yeah. So, you know, I have at least that on my, on my side, but I, I don't, because of that, I still accept or acknowledge that even being dirt poor, there was a certain level of privilege involved with my ancestry. Mm -hmm. So if someone says, you know, yes, that, that statue of Thomas Jefferson probably should come down based on that yeah i'm not going to get butthurt about it we yeah. still have his writings they're not going to destroy his books mm-hmm. you know we still have well for now we still have the constitution the declaration <laughs> of independence that he wrote well for now we still have that th- that might end in a couple of years that might be gone but uh i'm i'm happy surprised <laughs> if it doesn't disappear next year but uh i i i i I guess the way the the side I come down on with like statues mm-hmm. so that's kind of where i think where we, where we kind of started this whole thing right is like you gotta because everyone is gonna have skeletons in their closet. Everyone's right. got a, a like I said a checkered past. When it comes to really kind of anyone in any period over the course of the last you know six hundred years or whatever it is. But, oh, we couldn't. There's a few people we can make statues for in this last yeah. century. Don't, I can think of like two. <clears throat> Donald Trump. But no, uh, <laughs> I was thinking like Fred Rogers and oh. Betty White. That's about it. <laughs> but you know when it comes to like historical figures. You know, I think we have to look at the good that they did in life versus the evil that they did in life or the bad that they did in life. I guess some of it's evil, but right. whatever. You know, and, and did the good outweigh the bad? Right. Did the evil of anyone that, that uh, did the, uh, let's say, let's look at it this way. Did the good of anyone that fought for the Confederacy outweigh anything that they did in their life? I would argue and say no. Yeah, I would probably say no too, especially since the fact. I mean, really, and there the 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 sad part about it is, is that the reason they're being honored is because of the position they held at, in the Confederacy and during the war. Yes. So, not only are you can you argue that there's not enough good to justify it, you're also trying to argue that the the they're being honored for the bad that they did rather yeah. than any good they could have done. Yeah. I mean, but look at how many, I mean, how many schools in this country are named after Jefferson Davis? Right. Probably a lot of them. Well, mostly in the South and mostly in Florida. Yeah. Uh, or it, uh, I would say. Isn't there Jefferson a- Davis Alabama. County in Florida? Or is that, or is that Alabama? Davis County? It's, there's a Jefferson I, I Davis a, County. I don't think it's Jefferson Davis County. I thought County. there was in the South somewhere. But yeah, you're right. And well, I mean, there's General Lee has, uh, I'm sure, schools named after him. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is. It's in uh, Mississippi. Mississippi, which, which that makes sense. Yeah. So, should we go as far as to, to? I mean, obviously, you can't. The government can't. But the people in that who live in that county are well within their rights to try and push to get the name of the county changed. Yeah. They won't. <laughs> I would imagine if they live there, they're probably okay with it. But. I'm trying to see how many schools are named after a Confederate generals and leaders no just just jefferson davis oh 
so this isn't just Jefferson Davis specific, but there are more than 240. This is an article from 2020, so it's almost two years ago. Mm. More than 240 schools in the U.S. are named after Confederate, Confederate leaders. Interesting. Well, that that just really supports the, my my view that the Civil War never ended. <laughs> and it says about half of those 240 schools serve majority black or non-white students. Really? Yeah. Ain't that a kick in the dick? Yeah, <laughs> you know. I wonder what kind of history is being taught in Stonewall Jackson Elementary School or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. I just but you know it, it's like when you drive into Nashville, there's a What's the guy's uh, name? He's the the guy that created the Klan. There's a big statue of him in downtown Nashville. Really? Yeah. Well, it doesn't surprise me. Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson was uh, rumored to have been a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. So. Um, well, the Klan started in Tennessee. Actually, not far from where I lived in Tennessee, it started. Really? Yeah. I don't about care. A, I about just, 30 minutes it, southwest of where I lived. I, I, I sometimes try to think about when I was in school and when we when we talked about the topic of the Civil War, how it was approached. And I remember there being talk about the 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 growth the, the starting and starting stages of the Ku Klux Klan as a result of the end of the war and everything. Yeah. Not a lot of detail, but I mean I guess there really wouldn't necessarily need to be the thing that bothers me the most, though, when I think back on, on some of the history lessons that I got in school is how much it left out of really not necessarily focusing solely on, on the contribution of Af- African-Americans to a lot of what we have, yeah. but the, the downright just almost ig- ig- just ignoring all of it. You know, it's one thing to teach about Alexander Graham Bell inventing the phone. Even though he stole the idea. But. Even though he stole the idea. You you can teach Alexander Graham Bell, yeah. but teach about the other guy, too, because yeah. he was black. Yeah. You know, let's 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 talk. Was let's, he black? Yeah, I believe he was an African. I don't know if African-American, but he was. I thought he was, he was Canadian. A, I think but, he was, was, but he was black. Okay. I, just, um, I know he was Canadian. I'm right. pretty sure he was Canadian. but That's why I said I wasn't sure if he was African-American, but yeah. I, I know he was black. You know, and, and his contribution is probably greater. The difference is, is that uh, much like Thomas Edison and Henry Ford. They knew how to market this, and obviously, you know, in the in the United States, it'd be different difficult to sell anything yeah. from a, from a, from a man with you know a different color skin. So, but that wasn't taught. I didn't learn that till later. I I'm embarrassed that I didn't know about the the Tulsa situation until I was forty two fucking years old. Yeah, I I, probably, I wasn't that old. I mean, I, I mean, I was younger than that, but it's been. The, the yeah, it's probably been within the last probably seven or eight years. Yeah, that I first heard about it. So you were in your thirties, mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and I was probably I was probably closer to forty. I was like two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. So forty, forty one years old. But it's still as a, as someone who came out of the the public school system at the end of the twentieth century, when we're supposed to be slightly more enlightened, at least on the surface. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Until I was damn into my forties. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of people in in Oklahoma that don't know about that, right? Oh, I'm sure. It's probably a huge embarrassment to some people there. Yeah. I would hope. 
But yeah, I mean, it's so you were talking. You were uh, Lewis Latimer was the man you were you were that you were thinking of, and he was black. Yeah, yeah. I just knew that. I and again, and we I, should know and, more and about. He didn't. Him. I don't think he created. I don't think he invented the phone, but he was. But he made heavy heavy contributions to Edison. Yeah, yeah to Bell. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, I'm, this is actually this is a different person than okay. I, I, Edison stole from yeah, everybody. Yeah, he, yeah, he stole Edison everybody. didn't care what color your skin was; he'd steal from <laughs> you no matter what. Um, but um, anyway, I, I wanted to move on to the books, books though, because right. there's uh, I've got a list of 21 books. This 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 list was compiled by the ACLU. You know, I, there's a lot of people out there that hate the ACLU too. But well, I think there's some there's. The ACLU needs to kind of take a good look in the mirror because I don't know if they're really accomplishing what they're supposed to be. But yeah. I think it's a necessary organization when it's properly run. Yeah. So anyway, the ACLU put this list together. This is all taken. Uh, this is from Business Insider took this list from uh, from the ACLU. Anyway, so I'm going to ro- scroll down through some of these books. Uh, this first one, now these are all you know kids' books. Right. This first one is, is, is called George by Alex Gino. And these are all books that have been banned here in the U.S. Now, when see that's the that's where the confusion was lying with me. When you say banned, now obviously they're children's books. They're banned and for banned for sale, banned in libraries, or banned in schools, or banned all of schools. the above. They're okay. banned in schools. Banned in schools. Okay. So the reason that this book was banned, it was, it, and there's like a blurb for each one of these. I'll just kind of read the blurb. Mm-hmm. It says it was banned to avoid controversy for. LGBTQIA plus. By the way, that's gotten too long. By the way, yeah, <laughs> LGBT is what I said. Yeah. I, or uh, I'll say LGBT plus. Yeah. You know, for LGBT plus content in a transgender character, because schools and libraries should not put books in a child's hand that require discussions. That's what the hold fuck on, hold books on, hold are on, hold for. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> God damn it. Because it kind of it continues, Put, mm. puts book and child puts books in child's hand that require discussion for for sexual reference and for conflicting with a religious viewpoint and traditional family structure. Mm. But I mean, it, that's like you said, that's what books are there for. Right. You know, books are there for they're they're to educate, they're to push discussion, therefore. Um, you know, challenging narratives. Mm-hmm. There's many different reasons that books exist. Banning this book, like I said, I, I've never read this book. I don't know anything about this book. Right. I'm just kind of going off of, of what it says. You know, real quick, I'm just going to say, I think you and I both were very lucky in the in the genetic lottery to be to get the parents and grandparents that we had because I don't think I could ever have brought home a book where my anyone in my family would have said, and if I had questions, they would have said, no, we're not. You're not allowed to think about that. Yeah, no. That book needs to be. If even if they disagreed with it, they'd be like, "Well, let's talk about it." I remember I, I had a conversation with a guy when I lived in Tennessee, and he was from Alabama, and we were just discussing homosexuality, mm. and because uh, I, I don't remember how the thing, how the conversation even started, because he was a uh, very conservative person from the deep south. But anyway. I, I had asked him, I was like, hey, because he had a teenage son at that time. His son's in his 20s now. But uh, I was like, well, if your son came home and said he was gay, what would you do? 
And he told me, he said, I'd disown him. He wouldn't be part of my family anymore. It's like, man, I mean, and that's the kind of shit that happens, you know, every day right. across this country. You know, red states, blue states, people go through that situation. I, 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 I couldn't, there is nothing my kids could do out, out uh, you know, other than, you know. Murdering somebody. Mur- murdering somebody. Yeah. That's the only thing. And outside of that, I could never do that to my kids. Right. And even then. And even if they murdered somebody, they'd have to be like a serial killer or something like that. Uh, well, I mean. For me to be like, ah, oh, fuck you. you yeah. know? I mean, I might consider disowning a child if they became a Trumper. But <laughs> the, I don't know if I would disown them necessarily is just not talk to them anymore. Let, let's kind of go through some of these other <laughs> right. books. So this next book is called Stamped. Racism, anti-racism, and you. Okay. <clears throat> and let's Sounds see. pretty innocuous to me. Yeah, okay. I, I will say that I haven't read any of these blurbs prior to this. Mandy actually found this and sent this to me because we were talking about this uh, a couple nights ago. But uh, it says the author's public statements. Oh, this book was banned because the author off, author's public statements and because of claims that the book contains selective storytelling incidents it does not encompass racism against all people. I don't think that's a reason to ban. No, a book, and, and in fact, I, mean, I it, guess it, it's a, it's a. I think it, is according, author- according to that blurb, it, it might be a reason to challenge the book or to discuss this book further, or to look for other books that do expand expand on those concepts. Yes, ban- for other banning it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think so. The next one is All American Boys by Jason Reynolds and Brendan Keeley. I think that's probably how you say that last name. But anyway, so the, this book was banned for profanity, drug use, and alcoholism. And because it was thought to promote anti-police views, contain divisive topics, and be too much of a sensitive matter right now. Right now. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Now, what what... I guess there there has to be some discussion as to what age groups these books are. This looks like a teens teenage. I, this yeah. is definitely a teenage. That's what I get book. from. And it seems to me like again, I it's it's it sounds so foreign to me because when I was in my teens, I was reading books that had all kinds of stuff in them. I mean, there was yeah. no I was not censored, especially not with books. Mm-hmm. You know, there was there. I don't think there was a single book I could have read that would have raised an eyebrow yeah because i'm reading yeah. <laughs> reading is the important thing reading is fundamental yes riff. <laughs> and uh so i i don't it's, it sounds so foreign to me but i don't understand now a kid if they were if, if a kid's a heavy reader they can go to any fucking bookstore and get a book that's gonna be yeah you know they could be reading fucking um what's the uh, the guy who wrote uh jackie brown and all that Oh yeah, I don't remember his name. I mean, yeah. Or I mean, hell, you could go buy Fight Club by yeah. Chuck. What's his name? Palachuk or whatever. Chuck Woolery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get violence. You're gonna get drug yeah. use. You're gonna get these things. That's what. The funny thing is, all these book bannings. You know what's what it's doing? It's actually making these books popular. I know, and it's kind of <laughs> like you know when when the uh, the uh, evangelicals went all ape shit about Harry Potter and they were burning, burning Harry, Harry Potter books. Yeah. They had to buy the fucking books to burn them. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the next book is called Speak by Laurie Anderson. Okay. Not to be confused with Laurie Anderson, the violinist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it says this book was banned, restricted, or challenged is what it says. So I don't know 
it says, that means. Yeah. yeah. It says uh, it was thought to contain a political viewpoint, a political viewpoint, and it was claimed to be biased against male students, and for the novel's inclusion of rape and profanity. Again, it depends on what age group we're talking about. I don't know. This if definitely it, like this is not. This is like an older teen, teen kind book. of look. Right. Okay, that's fine. In fact, I would if I had a daughter, I would want there to be discussion about how to, you know, protect yourself against yeah predators because they're fucking out there everywhere. The next one is uh, something happened in our town. A child's story about. Racial injustice. Okay. Now this looks like a book for younger, not like really young kids, but so like ten to twelve. Yeah, something probably somewhere in that range. Okay. And this says uh, all it says is it contains divisive language, and because it was thought to promote anti-police views. What the fuck is an anti-police view? Uh, I guess like the police were beating up. Black people. Black people. Yeah. See, that's the thing. What's anti-police? Is it uh, when you challenge a police officer for beating up or shooting a black person, but you don't challenge them when they're like, when you're beating them in the fucking capital? I mean, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with this you're, you're goddamn gonna, country? You're going to really like the next one. Oh, Jesus Christ. The, really okay. ne- the next one, actually, my daughter is reading in school right now, so it's obvious, good. It's obviously not banned here. Yeah. And that is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Yeah. Don't I? I've known about that one. So this is because racial, because it contains racial slurs, and the negative effects on students, featuring a white savior character, and its perception of the black experience. That almost sounds like it's banned from the other side. That's kind of what I got from that. Yeah, that's and that's even that's just as bad. It's equally as bad. That just shows that there is some insanity on our side too. Oh, the next book my my youngest son is reading right now. Well. Again, thank goodness. And even if they, you know, these are like you and Mandy would never ban a book from your children. No, no. I, 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 I welcome the opportunity to have conversations with my children right. about sensitive subjects. And I mean, because, and I say that because I always want to be able to direct the narrative and not have others or society or whoever right. direct the narrative for my kids. Right. Because ultimately. When they're your children, when they're young, under the, you know, not adults, you expect them to at least, for the most part, share your values. Yeah. But I think, in, and I think you may need to do a great job, you prepare them to get to a point that when they're adults, they can have their own values yeah. and develop those values based on, you know, thought out processes. Yeah. So the next one, like I said, this is the one that Sean's reading. And this is Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. Okay. So this is another really short one. It just says it was because of racial slurs and racist stereotypes and their negative effect on students. Okay. I don't think that's a reason. Obviously, I don't think there's a reason to ban any book. Right. Like any book at all. I I'm, I think you and I totally agree on that. Uh, the next one, I don't know what this one is. Either. The, the, by the way, those two are the only two books I probably know of on this list of 21. Right. The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. Never heard of it before. No, but it, uh, they tried to, was it, uh, there's a couple, uh, was it Beloved they were trying to ban from Toni Morrison? Pro- yeah, probably. So, I mean, she's just, she's on a hot yeah. list of being banned. So this is because it it, uh, it was considered sexually explicit and depicts child sexual abuse. 
Toni Morrison is you know, arguably considered one of the greatest American writers. Yeah. You know? She's in the you know higher echelon of, yeah. of American writers. Uh, I mean, she books. did win win a Nobel Prize. I mean, right. so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the Hate You Give by Angie Thomas is, is the next one. And it looks like it depicts a, there's like a black woman holding a sign mm-hmm. on the cover. It says The Hate You Give. And this says it contains profanity, and it was thought to promote anti-police messaging. There's what like, the hell does that even I fucking know. mean? What, like you said before, what exactly is anti-police message? Right. Other than the fact of, oh my God, they were like beating mm. black people. Right. And, or yeah, shooting them. I will say that there are you know, hundreds of police shootings every year. Uh, and I would say probably a major, a vast majority of them are justified against blacks, against whites, against whatever race. A vast majority right. of those are justified. I think we can. There all should argue. never be any instance where it is the unjustified killing. Though. Right. I think none of us are going to argue that if someone starts shooting at a police officer, they, they don't have the right to shoot back. Exactly. But the the cases that we're talking about, the vast majority of the ones we're talking about, yeah. the people who are getting shot. Are unarmed. They don't or, or have a weapon. Or they're illegally armed and or, reaching for, and trying to pull their wallet out. Right, exactly. So, yeah. It's funny because I didn't see the NRA like making a big stink out of the guy that legally owned this gun right. that got shot. Right. And killed. Because he's black. Yeah. That's because it's, and I will say that I don't believe, and this might not be a popular opinion, but I don't believe, I don't believe that. Any or almost any of those, I'm sure there are instances where it is. A vast majority of those instances where police are killing unarmed people, I don't believe it's necessarily racially motivated. Not, I think it's not overtly. Yes, I think it's it, it, there's a a level of subconscious racism there. I think it has more to do with just fear. Right. But that that's what I'm talking but about. That's that's the subconscious yes. side of it. Yeah, because people. They're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not saying, I'm going to beat you or I'm going to shoot you because you're black. black. No. But they're panicking and and, and going to those yes. extremes because they've either, again, either consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously been taught to be afraid of black yeah. people. You, you know what actually exists to actually counteract that, though? Uh, education. It's called critical race theory. Right. <laughs> education. Yeah. To me, that's all it, the same. It, it's, it's looking at how unintentional racism mm-hmm. affects people right. and that's a prime example of it you know a police officer not from the neighborhood that they're policing right that's being a in a situation too. that they're unfamiliar with and they react in a way that they probably wouldn't gen- normally act right and it ends up costing someone their life you know that is the systemic racism that critical race theory looks at. Right. But that'll never be actually explored in schools. Not that, I don't know if it ever really was. No. I mean, it's, it, it, that's the whole funny thing about the whole like anti critical race theory thing is it's not in critical school. race theory is only taught in, it's primarily only taught in college. And what law school? Really? It's where, law school is where it originated from because it was the, the, uh, a way to kind of address or at least look at, the way that biases impact laws mm-hmm. and how those laws impact people's lives. Right. You know, that's where critical race theory 
started from. Uh, you know, critical race theory is not saying, is not teaching little Johnny that he's bad because he's white. Right. That's not what critical race theory no. is. Critical race theory is looking at the way that, you know, racist policies like redlining, Mm-hmm. which was a policy for decades and decades and decades until it was outlawed in the late 70s or early 80s, whatever it was, because redlining was a way to deny uh, investment in minority neighborhoods. Right. It's a way to look at policies like that and see the, how and how those impact people's lives. It's not about making you feel, it's not about white guilt and things like that. Right. That's just the narrative that the people in the talking box on your on your wall had made it seem to people to make them to to create this outrage to help them fight against it because they're benefiting from the racism in the system. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't think there's not to go off on a big long tangent. No, no. Well, there's nothing wrong with that because, and it all boils down to the exact same thing because if there's one consistency in all of these books is, um, it, all of them are exploring at some level, either the plight of minorities Or just minority existence. I don't know. To me, that seems to be the the vast majority. All the books have that element to them. What's that? All the ones so far that have been banned are either exploring the plight of minorities or just exploring the existence of of minorities. So this next one is called Beyond Magenta, Transgender Teens Speak Out by Susan Kuklin, K-U-K-L-I-N. Kuklin, I think is how you say it. But Mm -hmm. anyway, it says this book was banned because... LGBT content for its for it's an effect on what <laughs> just it's worded written, wor- worded very oddly but LGBT content for its effect on any young people who would read it those are in like quote marks hmm. and for concerns that that it was sexually explicit and biased because it's transgender teens seems to me like, like maybe there should be some adults who should read that book because myself included because i don't understand i mean i can look at the surface of of, of the transgender community and understand the 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 struggle that they go through yeah. on like a thirty thousand foot view of it. right yeah. yeah um but as far as like getting a better understanding of of the language that i use as far as pronouns and things like that go I really probably do need a, uh, at least a rudimentary education on it. Yeah. Because I don't understand it. I don't get it. And it, re- it, it is going to require me to adjust my thinking a little bit yeah. in order to be inclusive in that area. So there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't understand why they... What difference does it make? If your child is not transgender, reading that book is not going to make them transgendered. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. So the next one is called... A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo by Jill Twiss. Okay. And this is like has like a little cartoon house and like a cartoon bunny wearing like a multicolored tie. So it's uh, geared towards younger children, I would assume. Okay. And this said that this book was banned because LGBTQIA plus content and political viewpoints for concerns that is designed to pollute the morals of its readers. How do you and, how do you quantify I, that? I know that, and for not including a content warning, a content. I mean, I guess I'd have to read the book to understand why there needs to be a content, content warning. warning. I always thought content warnings, even like for music and video games, are fucking dumb. Also, right. 
Yes. Well, it's, it's it, sounds just, like, it sounds like you need to have something to say. I man. do, but I, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm thinking about how to word it because I don't want it to come off in a way that I, it might come off. Well, do you want me to just gonna, move on to the next book? No, let me let me just express. So, so far to the point we're at, some of the things that are not necessarily racially based are sexually based, and and in several of the cases, it's been uh, suggestions of rape or nudity and things like that. Yeah. Am I wrong? And I know I'm not because I've read a lot of it myself. There's rape in the Bible. Are is the Bible banned in schools? No, no. So that argument can't. There's also there's also incest in the Bible. Incest, bestiality, slavery. (laughs) I mean, my point is is that if you're going to make an argument to ban something, but you're not banning everything that is equivalent to that. It's a hypocr- those, it's very hypocritical, right? Absolutely, that's all. That's absolutely. I just wanted to bring that up because I'm sure most of these people who are making these rules probably wouldn't even consider that. This is an interesting one, just because. Okay, it's called "Sex is a Funny Word," a book about bodies, feelings, and you by Corey Silverberg. Okay, so it's obviously uh, geared towards younger kids, and it says uh, it contains LGBT content. Um, also that, uh, for it's, it's banned for discussing gender identity and sex education and for concerns that the title and illustrations are, were inappropriate. Well, inappropriate. I would say that that's a book that should be, uh, if it's, if it's being presented by the school should be presented at times of sex ed when sex ed is appropriate. Yeah. And a copy should, if you're going to give a copy to the child, you should give the copy to the parent so the parent has something to talk to them yeah. about. I, I will say that, like, I don't know about your health or your sex ed class that you, or program that you well, went we to. We went to the same school. I went through sex ed when I was in sixth grade, though. Oh, well, we had Fifth we had rudimentary ones now. But yeah. it was like, the sex ed I went through, it was damn near fucking porn, but... Oh, mine wasn't. It was like not that early. I would, and then the high school one was. I mean, we already knew everything was not, as far as like the mechanics of things. Yeah, but it know. was like it was probably a little more graphic than I probably think that it would have been. Like looking mm-hmm. back on it, but like no one had any problems with the shit back then, right? I mean, as far as like the we had we had the pictures, we had the diagrams, we had all that stuff. Did Did you see what Flo- I think it was Florida was trying to do the? Uh, they're trying to pass a bill in Florida that would require all classrooms to have cameras in them by the beginning of next year and for all the teachers to be microphoned. To to what end? Uh so they can so parents can monitor what's going on. They said it's to so they can protect the children from harmful events. Like they're like they're trying to say, "Oh, we want to pass this in case there's like somebody gets hurt in the school. We have video evidence of what happened." But like if you're miking the teacher that's more so because they yeah. they want to. I mean, the cameras. A, I can almost almost understand. I don't understand the miking of the teacher. To me, that sounds like we don't want our we don't want our teachers telling our kids to all those liberal yes, ideas. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. So yeah, that's a yeah. You can't, you can't out Florida, Florida. You know, <laughs> like I've said a million fucking times. Let's let's just let Florida be its own fucking country. We um, don't need it. It's the smelly dick of the United well, States. We got, don't fucking need it. It's got Disney World, but whatever. We've got Disneyland in California. Disney, they can just expand Dis- it. Disneyland, well, they can't expand. That's the problem with Disneyland. Well, they can build something like, somewhere else. They're like landlocked. 
Well, they tried that. It was Euro Disney, and that didn't go over really well. Well, let's <laughs> anyway. Let's get New York Disney. <laughs> the next one is Prince and Knight by Daniel Hack. I'll just go through a couple of these last okay. ones because they're kind of all pretty similar. But anyway, this is a, a kids-ish kind of looking book. Once again, LGBT. featuring featuring a gay marriage and LGBT content for being a deliberate <laughs> attempt to indoctrinate young children with the potential. To cause confusion, curiosity, gender dysphoria, and for conflicting with a religious viewpoint. First off, as a religious person, uh, I don't like that being put in there because whose religion should be the dominant one? Right. That's why there's separation. That's yeah, exactly. That's why there's so. Yeah. So, but, but even just like taking that part out, uh, all of that is is completely gender curiosity. I'm going to tell you right now, like. 99% of all kids in this fucking country at some point in their adolescent years have gender curiosity. Right. It's part of it's or part sexual of, curiosity. It's part of puberty. Exactly. So that's kind of a that that's a shitty like once again that kind of goes back to hey, sit down, have a conversation with your fucking kids. Right. Yeah, I don't I that's the thing. They say gen, you know, gender curiosity or whatever. No, no kid's gonna read that book and go. You know, I was kind of thinking I had I, I I I have I like wearing dress I like wearing high heels, but I've read this book now. I'm getting my penis cut off. <laughs> I will say you know, the, it's the, not gonna happen. The last one I'll say is one that uh, a certain part of the country would love us to live uh, because the last book is the last book I'm gonna mention at least is The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah. There's. <laughs> At least Texas, for sure, is pushing that agenda. <laughs> and it's uh, banned for profanity and for vulgarity and sexual overtones. Yeah, I never read that, but I know that that was, I don't know if it was modern novels or one of, one of the classes in, when we were in high school did have that as part of the reading curriculum. Yeah. So I, I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, yeah. I it was either that. one of the literature classes yeah. or one of the, re- I don't know. Uh, but I know it was part of it. And I will just mention this one, though, because even though I did say the last one was the last one, but I'll mention this because you mentioned it earlier. The Harry Potter uh, series. Yeah. And that's for referring to magic and witchcraft, for containing actual curses and spells. Okay. Because <laughs> they're going to, they work. If they and, work, they, this whole fucking world would be completely. And, and, I, and I love this last line. And for characters that use nefarious means to attain goals. They're called villains. <laughs> exactly. That's what or, villains do. Or Republicans. Well, right. I said villains. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. I just love that. It's a, it's a big, long list. Like I said, it's on what I say, Business Insider. I think yeah. that's where I said it was. Uh, it just, it's amazing that in, in not only in America, but in the 21st century. But, you know, I think about it. Book banning has been an issue in schools at least, uh, you know, not necessarily <laughs> nationwide. For a thousand years. But I mean, even in this country, we've had, there's been incidents and situations of, well, this book can't be read here, you know. Um, I'm glad we didn't go to a school like that. Right, me too. To Kill a Mockingbird is one of those books that throughout its history has been, you know, questioned in other, in in certain school districts, you know. Yeah, it's not the first time. It's not the first time. It won't be the last, but I just, I think you and I are total agreement that there's no reason that any book should be banned for any reason yes. because like you said if you can't sit down and and first of all you should know what your children are reading for the most part you know especially a a, a child of impressionable age under the age of say 13 or 14 yeah 
for the most part, you should be aware of what they're reading. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to censor them, but just know what they're reading. And that way, if they do have questions, you at least can look at what they're yeah. reading, you know? I'll leave the episode this way. This is how I'll end it. So, the like, the overarching theme of this episode was banning books bad. Bad, yes. Banning statues good. So... <laughs> Or indifferent, because <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> the statues can go, the books have to stay. Any questions or comments, you can email us at lifeinjournalpod at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook. That's all I got, man. Until next time. Reading is fundamental. Reading is fundamental. Talk to you later. Peace. Playing my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm proud about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over if you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know this see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Know this sick as fuck. Know this sick as fuck. Tell him get well soon. Tell him get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon.